Smithburg Auto, Fairfield, Iowa, presents Round Guys, the podcast edition of Beat the Round Guy. It's a concept that we base on Beat the Bear uh, from Jim Zobel. It ran for 25 years in Iowa, clear back from 1975. Every week, we we search out some local experts, and uh, we all try to make our picks against the Round Guys. Uh, Smithburg Auto, I want to tell you a little bit about them. They got two locations. Uh, they got uh, the location on West Burlington, and then they've got the new Smithburg's West. It's out in the industrial park. They're putting in new solar panels out there because that's just how innovative they are, you know. And I think that's going to be a net savings for the customers there. But if you need your car serviced, but more in particular, if you need to buy a car, talk to David. Talk to David. He helped us get a car, and it's been the best thing that we ever, ever wanted. It took us two months to get through the process, and he stayed with us the whole time. So, anyway, enjoy this episode of Beat the Round Guy. We've got Cole uh, Cook from KCII football program, Friday football. And we've got uh, Scotty Melvin, a regular. uh, And the Round Guy gives his picks, too. So, thanks for staying with us and enjoy this episode. Welcome to Round Guy, the podcast. On the phone with us is Cole Cook from KCII's Football Friday show that's on 6 to 7 on KCII. Uh, he's going to be on today with uh, Smithburg Autos High School Football in Southeast Iowa program. Beat the Round Guy. Uh, welcome to the program, Cole. Dave, I really appreciate you reaching out. It's uh, good to be on today. Well, we, we uh, our listeners uh, really growing in the area, uh, covering high school football is a big plus for Round Guy, the podcast. We're trying to do uh, something a podcast really isn't done, kind of local stuff, but we're we're really growing. Uh, we really grew in uh, Wellman this week, and we have a huge following in Wayland, and, but pretty much everywhere in Southeast Iowa, and it just keeps, you know, we'll, we'll get into a city, and then we'll double that, and then we'll double that. Uh, the, the podcast is growing, but we love to talk about your show on our show because that's where we get the best information. You have the best, you know, local coverage of football. Uh, we could even imagine that both Scotty Melvin and I uh, agree on that. So tell our viewers where, how to get to your program, what, what, where's that on the dial and what you cover. Yeah. Thank you very much for that, Dave. So, yeah, we have our KCII Football Friday preview show. Um, well, just first off, AM and FM uh, KCII, we we deal, uh, we got news, of course, music, and uh, sports. Well, I'm the sports director at uh, KCII. So uh, this football season, we have uh, what's called KCII Football Friday preview show every Friday night. We gear up now for week seven already of the season. It's kind of just flying by uh, already. But uh, 6 to 7 every Friday night, you can tune into the preview show on AM 1380, FM 102.5, or FM 106.1 on the uh, radio dial. And it's really exactly what it sounds. We just get you set for a night full of football. Myself, um, sports director Cole Cook, and then I'll have uh, Zach Eulin on with me every game. And we just run down all the games in the area. Uh, I broadcast all of Washington football games. Uh, this week they have uh, Keokuk, so I've seen a lot of uh, the Demons. Uh, those games are on 106.1, and then Zach has Mid-Prairie football games on AM 1380 and FM 102.5. So not only do we preview those games, 
but all of the other teams uh, across uh, southeast Iowa. Zach and I just kind of have banter back and forth. Uh, we just run down each game, talk about some key matchups and what we're looking for in each contest. We do have a pick em challenge as well, kind of like what we're going to do here today. We also pick an athlete uh, throughout the week who we think uh, really stood out the week prior, kind of as an athlete of the week segment. That's what we'll also touch on in that hour. It's just a whole bunch of running down the schedule uh, in the in the area, breaking down all the contests for that week. Uh, I know here in week seven, there's a lot of intriguing matchups as we are just one week away from the or a couple weeks away from the uh, playoffs, and a lot of teams in Southeast Iowa are buying for a postseason bid. So we got an important show again uh, Friday night from six to seven. So I mentioned it's on the radio dial, AM 1380, FM 102.5, and FM 106.1. But there's other ways to listen as well. Like if you go online to our website, uh, that's kciiradio.com, and you click on the uh, Listen Live tab, you can uh, listen to our streams. That's online. Or uh, we're also available in the App Store or Google Play uh, with uh, apps. Download our free mobile apps. That's KCII 1 and 2. So it's a great way if you're heading out to the football game if, if you're going to watch your tv or your team uh, on the gridiron that night while you're heading to the game if you want to flip that dial on uh, listen to zach and i just break down all the games it's, it's kind of fun way for all those uh, viewers to listen in and it's just a great way to uh, get you set for a night of football really does and, and uh, the information the, the volume of information about all these teams you know, we started the week one, I think we covered four teams, you know, and in the third week, we expanded it to eight teams. And now, you know, we're covering up to 15 games a week uh, and getting good coverage out of them. But it, it sure, how many hours a week do you prep for to for these shows? For for these shows? Well, so I, at the station, I have a lot of, wear a lot of different hats. Not only do I, you know, do all the sports and stuff, but I have other stuff that uh, I have to take part in, but usually it's a couple hours throughout the week as far as preparation for each each game. Of I just break down, you know, look at the stats, box scores. I talk to a lot of coaches throughout the week on our coaches' corner shows on Saturdays, so I got a lot of intel in there. Uh, so altogether, I would say it takes a couple hours to uh, prepare for our segment with Zach of just breaking down all the games. There's a lot of pre-recorded stuff uh, as well, talking to kids. So all around, it's it's quite a few hours throughout the week to prepare for our preview show. Now, do you get to talk to the coaches? Yep, uh, we have a Saturday morning segment, uh, Coach's Corner, every uh, Saturday morning at 9. We have eight teams that we specifically cover. Uh, on our preview show, we break down, uh, we expand that out a little bit, uh, 18 different teams. We kind of break down the game. But as far as our coaches' corner show goes, every uh, Saturday morning at nine, uh, we have eight teams. That's Washington, Columbus Community, Highland, Lone Tree, Winfield, Mount Union, Waco, and Sigourney, Kyoto, uh, Washington, and Mid Prairie in there as well. So uh, yeah, we talk to those coaches Saturday mornings. That's outstanding. We're talking to Cole Cook of both the Fairfield Football Friday on KCII and Saturday mornings coaches' corner. Corner. Uh, are you, um, let's jump into playing Beat the Round Guy. Absolutely. So uh, Beat the Round Guy is based on a show that aired on WHO-TV for 25 years. It started in 1975 and went uh, like 20 years and then went another five years in the 90s. 
by a guy named Jim Zobel, and the show was uh, called Beat the Bear. And uh, Round Guy was on that show quite a bit as a guest. So what we do is we ask local people or local experts, as we call them, uh, to give us their picks, and then we compare them to the Round Guy's pick. Hence the name Beat the Round Guy. So Uh the first game uh, is Keokuk, Washington. Uh, Tell us what you think about your thoughts on this game. Well, Washington has obviously had a very tough season, one and five right now. But one thing about it, I think the hard part of the Demon schedule is behind them. They they went through a tough stretch. Grinnell, Washington, the last couple of weeks, that's really taken them out of the playoff picture. It's looking like the postseason is uh, not in store. But uh, I know the Demon program, as I mentioned, I broadcast them, and uh, they're going to be full of heart. You know the Demons uh, want to finish this year strong. They have three very winnable games to close out the year. Uh, Keokuk has been a program that has uh, really struggled the last couple of years. And this year, uh, they have a, a different quarterback, and uh, they just haven't been able to put anything together. Uh, so when I look at Washington, this is a prime time opportunity at Case Field. It's their final home game, by the way, and it's homecoming. I think there's, there's too many pieces uh, for Washington to come together for them not to win this game. I know they're shorthanded. They lost quite a few guys even from last week because uh, injuries have hit them hard uh, but I don't see a scenario where Washington does not win this game yeah I, I like Washington's defense it seemed like their defense has performed well all year long yeah they they kind of just have given up big plays is really the only reason why they've kind of given up uh, some points throughout the way as far as limiting teams uh in the red zone, I think the red zone defense overall has been pretty solid this year. It's just been the big plays that's been a bugaboo. And this Keokuk team has shown that uh, explosive plays has not really been in their arsenal. So I think, uh, to your point, Dave, I think the Demon defense uh, should come up big in this one. Well, Scotty and I both agreed with you on that. Now, here's a game that kind of looks close on paper. Fairfield at Solon. Tell us uh, your thoughts of that. Kind of opposite of Washington, right? The Demons had a tough slate in the first six games. Fairfield, give them credit. They are 5-1. and one. I don't want to take anything away from them because they are having a fantastic season. But we'll really know what Fairfield's all about in the final three weeks with Solon Grinnell and a Washington to close out the year. They have to win one of them to make the postseason uh, Fairfield. But, I mean, when you talk about a Solon squad, Solon is Solon. I saw them last week, and they are the real deal. We'll learn a lot about Fairfield tonight. I don't think they have enough. Give me Solon. Uh, the Spartans going to get it done. Yeah. Uh, actually, Scotty and I both have a running clock in that game. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, Fairfield only played Fort Madison, and they got crushed by them. They're, their teams, they played all together, I believe, only won two games combined. So, yeah, uh, you're exactly right. Their yeah, I mean, strength uh, of schedule against the teams they've won have not been great. Again, credit credit Fairfield. They've won the games they're supposed to, but the last three games, uh, it's going to be a litmus litmus I mean, test the, for their them. Offense is, They've is been good. on the rise the last couple of years. A winning season, pat on the back for them. But uh, we'll learn a lot about them uh, against Solon. I think the Spartans are too much for them. Let, let me ask you this: uh, I, I think Tate Allen is a pretty uh, gifted quarterback. Seems to make good decisions and gets a lot of passing yards. Uh, do you think he can get to twenty-one points in this game? I saw that stolen defense last week. Uh, I know Tate Allen, it, to your point, has been fantastic. I would I would 
kind of be surprised, to be honest with you, if they score three touchdowns against that Solon defense. Solon is the front runner in that district, and I just don't see Fairfield having much success on the offensive side. Okay, well, good to hear. Uh, now let's go to now uh, Oskaloosa. I ha- oh, do you have a rating on Fairfield somewhere? Uh, it, it didn't. The news poll Max poll wasn't out when I looked at their their game. Do you have any? Are they rated in the uh, state anywhere? No, I do not believe they they have uh, cracked the top ten yet. Okay. Well, I mean, uh, so anyway, the uh, Oskaloosa News Prep Max has them at number twenty-seven. Uh, they had a four-zero start, but now they wind up see themselves zero and two in the conference. They have a very good balanced attack with their uh, running and passing. They're up against a pretty tough Pella team that's two and four, but I, I they might be two and zero in their conference. Um, they had a tough schedule too. What are you? What are your thoughts on this game? Yeah, that's. <laughs> It is interesting when you look at these matchups. Well, first off, they kind of have the rivalry there, Oskaloosa versus Pella. That goes back, you know, many years. Always good when those two teams face off. To your point, Oskaloosa started the season fantastic, and then they just got thumped. Really took one off the chin a couple weeks ago against CCA, and it looked like that snowballed into last week. So I think this is a pivotal, pivotal game for Oskaloosa. Can you beat your bitter rival in Pella? against a Dutch team that is down this year. I know they've uh, grabbed the last two, and they are kind of trending in the opposite direction. If you want to make the postseason, this is a game Oskaloosa needs to win. And Pella, who is very young, and I know they've had some injuries throughout the season, they are starting to gain some confidence. I think this is a make-or-break game for both teams as far as if you lose this game, it's going to be tough sledding for you to make the postseason. Uh, so it's two teams heading in the opposite direction. Now, which one is going to come out on top? I think Oskaloosa has just enough weapons to get it done, but I think this is a very close matchup. Outstanding, outstanding. Uh, Fort Madison, at is it North Liberty or Iowa City Liberty? Uh, yep, Iowa City Liberty, yep. I don't know much about that team. I know how good Fort Madison is. Fort Madison is rated number 15 by news prep. What do you have? Them? Yeah, Fort Madison, uh, Washington had them earlier in the season, and what a great ball game that was. The Bloodhounds came on top. It really came down right down to the last minute. What I will say about Iowa City Liberty, it's a team that's coached by former Washington head coach James Harris, who just left uh, last week or last year for that job. And they had a gauntlet of a schedule the first five games. They finally broke through against Mount Pleasant. They really took it to the Panthers last week. So while Liberty is sitting at one and five, got to be full of confidence after that W. And a chance to make two in a row. If they can get this one, that would be a very quality win against a Fort Madison. Because, uh, you know, Liberty is a program that's trying to establish themselves in Class 4A. And I think uh, as far as the postseason goes, Fort Madison needs this one for sure. And I think uh, the Bloodhounds have enough uh, to get it done tonight. The uh, uh, Scott Melvin said that they played uh, North Scott very well. Did you hear about that game? Or? Uh, for uh, Iowa City Liberty? He said they, they played uh, uh, North Scott and they, they, they oh, yes. presented pretty yep, well. Yep. Yeah, that's uh, kind of – it was a 21-0 what it ended up being, but 
you know, you hold North Scott to 21 points. That's a, that's a win for your defense for sure. Uh, it's kind of been the offensive side of the ball right now for uh, Iowa City Liberty so far this year that they're, they're trying to uh, gain some traction. Uh, but, again, they're coming off of a big win. Can they make it two in a row? Maybe, but I just don't see it tonight uh, against Fort Madison. So uh, Mount Pleasant plays uh, Burlington. Uh, Burlington played North Scott last week and got roughed up. So what, what do you see this matchup as? It's weird to see Mount Pleasant struggle so much. You know, I've been around in the area for quite a few years now, and Mount Pleasant's always a tough team. This year they are struggling. There's no bones about it. They have one win, and they got thumped last week by Liberty. They're just having a tough tough time right now, and uh, they're a program that's trying to build for the future. But Burlington, this is a team, they've had, this is their best season in over a decade. Burlington has been full of losing football the last decade plus, but this year they really have something special. They're running back Williams. I saw him first game of the year. He really took it to the Washington defense. Uh, Burlington has way too many weapons, I think, for Mount Pleasant to stick around. And I think Greyhounds, Maybe it's closer first half, but second half, they're really going to start to uh, separate it. And I think it gets to a running clock. Uh, Scotty Melvin is just flabbergasted by the running back of Burlington. Do you, could you talk about him for a minute? Yeah. Uh, coming into the season, uh, at least on paper from last year, it looked like it was going to be all about their quarterback, Kanye Baker, who, don't get me wrong, has been fantastic for them. But Williams just uh, kind of came out of nowhere. As I bring up his stats, he already – has almost 1,400 yards. This is Bryant Williams. He had some big plays against Washington, but he's also a bruiser as well. He can take it up the middle and do some great things. He's uh, reached Pater already 18 times in just six games. That is pretty impressive. Bryant Williams, probably one of the best backs in Class 4A. So uh, this next game is a real, you know, we're, we're uh, into the smaller schools now, but Pella Christian. Uh, is playing Cardinal. Do you know where these teams are ranked? I don't have that information right. But both are five and one. Yeah, so Cardinal was in the top ten last week. SK took them down, so uh, I think Cardinals got bumped out. But PC, their only loss on the year, Pella Christian, was to Sigourney Kyoto, which was a great game, by the way, a couple weeks ago. Oh, I, I listened to that on the uh, radio. This, yeah, so it's this battle is really for a battle of uh, playoff positioning. Looks like if Pella Christian can take care of business against the Cardinal team, that they should be slotted into that two seed in the district. If Cardinal wins, then they'll have a chance to uh, get that two seed, as SK looks like uh, they're solid in the one seed. Uh, so this kind of has playoff positioning written all over it in this Class 1A matchup. The Pella Christian defense versus the Cardinal offense, as far as uh, position player goes, Cardinal is very explosive. They like to throw the rock. Uh, led by Maddox Jones, their quarterback. Uh, so can the PC defense limit Cardinal? I think they do, and I think Pella Christian wins and is really going to take over that second spot in the district. Well, you agree with Scotty Melvin on that. I'm kind of betting on the Cardinals' speed uh, and the, the being at home. Give me a scenario where I'm right. <laughs> they have full. They are full of speed. Talking to uh, Sigourney Kyoto, Coach uh, Jared Jensen a couple weeks ago, he's been high on Cardinal for really the last couple years. This has been a program that's been on the rise. Maddox Jones has so many weapons uh, beside him 
that uh, they can torch a defense. Now, if Pella Christian can limit the big plays and make them drive down the field chunk after just you know three, four yards, five yards a pop, I think that favors Pella Christian. It's if they give up any big plays, that's a scenario that Cardinal can uh, maybe make it a shootout and uh, pull off the upset against PC. Yeah, I was impressed with the 26 points they scored against uh, Sigourney Kyoto. So, I mean, their offense performed against a, you know, a good defense there. So I, I hope they win. I, I don't know. I might be pulling a little homer on that one. Uh, now, here's a, here's a team that, I, I mean, you could talk about them. They don't have much of a matchup this week, but Sigourney Kyoto playing Central Decatur. How, how about this Sigourney team? They are just so impressive. Last year, you know, they made the final four in the dome and they are just, they just hit the ground running here in uh, the second year after losing so many good players from last year's team. Uh, Coach Jensen just has this team continuing to rebuild and their focus from week to week is outstanding. Central Decatur, I will say, it's a long bus ride. They go to Leon. uh, So you got to stay focused for a two hour plus bus ride. And if you win this, you have, at worst, a share of the district crown, and you pretty much wrapped up the one seed in the district. I think there's too much focus with this team to have a letdown in, in week eight. I think they're really primed for a deep postseason run, and it starts against Central Decatur. And SK, give me them uh, all night long. Yeah. Three, four yards of pop every time you hand the rock to Cade Molinex. Good things are going to happen. They're just going to chew up too much time for the Central Decatur offense and specifically their passing attack to do much uh, work with it. So uh, SK, I think second half, they pull away. Yeah, that Cade Mullinek was my offensive player of the week last week. Uh, so uh, Newton at Lone Tree, this looks like a pretty close matchup. Or New London, yeah, so, I mean. New London yeah, at yeah. Lone Tree. New London Lone Tree. This is two teams desperate for a win. Really – as you break down both of their contests, it's uh, really the loser is pretty much out of uh, the playoffs. The winner still has work to do, but it's pretty much an elimination game. New London, they have struggled the last couple weeks, two and three. That is just weird to see for a Tiger program with so much tradition. I know they played Waco very tough a couple weeks ago, 7-0, but then they pretty much laid an egg to Iowa Valley last week. Uh, Iowa Valley just took it to them. So kind of Jekyll and Hyde right now is New London. Lone Tree, a good defensive unit. Coach Bohr has always preached kind of good defense. Their offense has been hit or miss throughout the season. I know they had a big back and Tyler Bell go down a while back. So they're still trying to find things offensively. But you talk about must win for both of these teams. Uh, It is this one. New London, I think, just has maybe one more position player that's uh, able to get the win. And like I said, it's a chance for them to stay in the playoff hunt. Okay. So you're, you're picking New London? Yep. I'm going to go with the Tigers in a real close one. Okay. Now, uh, News Prep, or Max Prep, has this uh, Mediapolis at number 16 and 4-2. and two. They're playing Durant, which I don't know anything about. Uh, tell me about these teams. So Durant, on the season, they're kind of deceiving. Uh, They just have one win. But you talk about having probably one of the best backs in the state, Nolan DeLong, who's just a junior. His numbers the last couple of years have been ridiculous. And they've had a tougher schedule. And they've lost some close games. They just haven't been able to put anything together. 
So on paper, you know, Mediapolis, it looks like, you know, might have an easier week, but that's not the case. This is a game Meepo has to win, uh, try and position themselves for a nice little playoff push. Durant, you lose this one, you're probably out of the uh, playoff conversation. Can Mediapolis slow down the Russian attack of Nolan DeLong? It, it's, it's pretty much all their offense, the Wildcats, uh, their offense is Nolan DeLong in the ground game. So can the Mediapolis uh, ground defense uh, really stop them? I think they can. I really like this Minneapolis team. They've lost a couple close games. West Branch was really at the the final minute of the game uh, just a couple weeks ago. They could be five five and one. I know they took one off the chin a couple weeks ago against Regina, but that's Regina. I like Meepo to win this one and really put themselves in the driver's seat to um, get in the playoffs. Minneapolis was my pick for defense of the week last week. Uh, how good is their defense? Yeah, they got it done, what was it, uh, 49-0 against Wilton, uh, who that score really surprised me, to be honest with you, because Wilton seems like that's a program that's back to the caliber that they are. To hold that Wilton team that has some weapons to zero points, that's very impressive. Uh, To your point, that's probably a good pick for the defensive team of the week. Uh, Meepo definitely brought it, and I think they make it two in a row this week. Well, the time's getting kind of away from us, but I do want to talk about Waco, uh, Winfield, Mount Union. Wow, these two teams are fantastic. Uh, How good is Waco? I got Newsprax has them at number nine, and Iowa Pole had them at number five. What do you think? Where do you see Waco at? Man, this this is going to be a fun game. This is probably one of my favorite games of the week. Well, first off, you have the Henry County rivalry between Winfield, Mount Union, and Waco. Uh, and the Warriors are trying to wrap up the district crowns, try and stay undefeated. They actually have a bye next week before they start with the postseason. What I've been most impressed with with Waco all season long is the way they have won games, meaning a variety of ways. They've shown they can put up big numbers. They've gotten into some shootouts, but they've got also gotten into some defensive battles. I talked about it earlier. A couple weeks ago, they played New London. It was 7-0. I have never seen that score in eight-player before so they showed that they can uh, get it done defensively their turnover margin is ridiculous they can get teams with six turnovers a game because they've done that and they win the field position battle so what's been most impressive for me for Waco is they can beat you in a variety of ways and I think that is what separates good teams from great teams and Waco has the makeup of a deep postseason run Winfield Mountain Union they have weapons headlined by you know, future U of I recruit and Cam Buffington, Abram Edwards on the outside is a good target as well. But I think this game is going to win, be decided in the trenches, and therefore advantage Waco and uh, Warriors get it done on the road. Well, Scotty Melvin uh, really follows Waco and uh, Winfield. He's going to be at this game. Uh, I guess my question is, is uh, Cam Buffington, can he put 21 points on the board in this game? I think Waco defense uh, at times have given up some points. And when you're talking about Winfield Mountain Union, this is probably going to be one of the better offenses they played all year. 21 points, yes. I think uh, I think Winfield will get will get their points. But can they stop Waco? I don't think so. And like I said, I think up front in the second half, the Warriors are going to start to take over. So, But, yeah, I like Winfield Mountain Union offensively to put up some decent numbers. Okay, we just got a couple minutes left. Let's touch on Centerville at uh, Mid Prairie. Mid Prairie is a very good team. 
We have a lot of people listening in Wellman. Uh, quick thoughts on that one. Yeah, Mid-Prairie, they showed a lot last week despite the loss against Williamsburg. That one came right down to the wire. I think this is an improved team from last year. This is a game that uh, they want to uh, really position themselves for a good playoff seed, and I think it's a game that they will have at home. Mid-Prairie is going to get it done. Scotty Melvin has a running clock in this game. What do you think? Yeah, uh, second half. I think Centerville is the team that – Schedule-wise, I think they haven't played the power of the teams like that uh, Mid-Prairie has. You know, Mid-Prairie's 3-3, three and three, but one of those losses was a game they were unable to play against Regina. So I think this is uh, just overall better team, Mid-Prairie, than uh, Centerville. So give okay. me the Golden Hawks. And just real quick, we've got less than a minute. Williamsburg at Davis County, just the winner. Uh, Williamsburg, uh, the Raiders going to get it done. Okay. We've been uh, talking with Cole. From KCII, thanks so much. Uh, We're out. Welcome to Round Guy, the podcast, Southeast Iowa High School Football Edition. We're getting right down to it. On the phone is Scotty Melvin. Welcome to the program, Scotty. All right. Hi, everybody. I'm getting a little excited. I'm going to tone my voice down a little bit. All right. uh, We're going to do offensive and defensive uh, recognitions for the week. Who's your offensive player? I, I've been wanting to recognize this youngster. I talked quite a bit about him uh, for a while, but uh, the game he had the other night, Simeon Reichenbach, the running back for Waco, he finally had that game where he busted loose for some big yardage. Uh, he carried 13 times for 168 yards and two touchdowns, well over 10 yards of carry. Also added a 39-yard and 22-yard field goal to his uh, scoring total. So he had a big night uh, for Waco and provided a chunk of their scoring. That's great. That's great. Uh, how about the defensive side of the ball? Defense, I got a – you know, there was a few performances you probably could have picked from. You can pick, pick Waco every week as a team. I'm going to – and I, it's hard for me to – you don't see as many defensive numbers and stats out there, so I'm going to stick with picking a team and their overall uh, performance together. And I'm going with Sigourney Kyoto this week. Um, they had that big matchup with state-ranked Cardinal coming in, and they held those guys down to well below their, their average, I think, uh, scoring-wise. But they had seven tackles for loss in the game. They sacked Griffin Griner four times. They recovered two fumbles that they forced. They, they had a heyday, I think, uh, against a really quality offense. So I got to hand it to them this week. Okay, well, for my offensive player, I'm going to stick with the Sigourney team because that was such a big game. Tad uh, Molino, I believe is his, how you pronounce it. Anyway, the running back got thir- got 35 carries, 306 yards, three touchdowns. I mean, you know, uh, I also a little want to uh, – I mean, to me, you know, the last couple of weeks, Sigourney really, really uh, deserved the recognition. And uh, for my defensive team, I'm going with Mediapolis. I mean, they pitched a shutout against a good team. Uh, yeah. Put themselves in a good position. Uh, kudos to the Mediapolis defense. How about that? That's a great pick. All right. You ready to play beat the round guy? I'm ready. All right. The first match we're going to go is uh, Kia Cuck, who's 1-5 there at Washington, 1-5. Whoa. Tell me about this game. Well, uh, there's two teams that are uh, 
plans for next season. They're, they're they're getting repetitions now and just getting some experience. And you kind of feel bad for seniors and, and on uh, this, the teams like this that know that their their season is going to stop with uh, the finish of the regular season. They won't be playing that extra week or beyond uh, come playoff time. But that doesn't mean there isn't anything to play for. There's always the pride and and uh, all of that. So this is still going to be a hard fought game. Um, but I think Washington is finally into that part of their schedule that they can handle. And I think this will be one of those victories that uh, they'll get here heading into the end of the year. So I'm going with Washington this week. Yeah, I'm with you on Washington. They're they're tough at home, you know. And uh, yeah. they could win this week and next week, wind up with a 3-5 and five record and uh, uh, at least two wins in the conference. I, I don't think it's, you know uh, – Keokuk, you know, they got some fast players, and they'll give them a go. And one of these two teams is going to, you know, uh, be feeling good when they're taking that shower at the end of this. And that's good for these two teams that have worked hard all season and played tough games and tough teams. And uh, But uh, I'm with we on Washington. Now the next game we're going to cover is uh, Fairfield 5-1 and one at Sullen 6-0. and oh. Man, this is uh... – got some intrigue to it um but we we've seen fairfield just skate through an, a really easy schedule largely other than that game against fort madison and when they did play a, an established uh team that's still undefeated and having a great season fairfield didn't didn't do so hot and my belief is that the team they're playing in solon this week is another step above Fort Madison even. So I'm going with Solon in this one. Um, the numbers Fairfield been putting up on offense. I don't see it happening this week. I think they'll kind of get uh, brought back down to earth a little bit and I'd be happy to be wrong, but I, I'm going to go with Solon. I see his running clock in this game. Do you? I think it's possible. I, I, I'm, I'm going to challenge Fairfield to score 21 or more. I think if they do that, I think they really did something in this game. And that's the measuring stick. But they'll be lucky to hold them under 60. Uh. Yeah, I, I don't know if Fairfield's got as stingy a defense as Washington. And You know, Washington uh, got blitzed hard early on by Solon last week. Um, Fair, Fairfield's, course, defense, often, Fair, Fairfield's defense puts in a lot of effort. There's yeah. a lot of, there's a lot of, you know, if one guy can't bring you down, another guy will come and another guy will come and another guy will come. So they, yeah, they're they're going to fight hard and do do what they can. But I don't. I just from what I seen, I looked into this Solon team and what are they ranked at? They're sitting at number four right now yeah, in uh, yeah. Class BA. Well, they seem to be a powerhouse. They seem to consistently score in the sixty point range, and uh, uh, they play teams that are ranked and just destroy them too. So, uh, yeah. Be good experience for Fairfield. This is the game Fairfield needs to play, you know, to get ready for the playoffs. So, uh, we got a little. I got uh, Oskaloosa, where I seen them ranked as 27th. I don't know what you see or if you know anything different. Uh, they're four and two. They're at Pella, who's two and four. Uh, tell me about this matchup. Well, Pella is, uh, had a brutal schedule, and normally they, they win more than they lose. This year, them having a, a losing record is about unheard of. But 
I think they're still as strong a team as there is in 3A out there on any given night. Um, they did beat Newton a couple of weeks ago, who just trounced Oski a week ago. So I think they're still a very strong team. I think this will be a tough game for Oskaloosa. Um, Pella's going to fight hard to win out. I don't know that they, you know, based on their district, uh, if they've got a shot at the playoffs or not. I haven't looked at the, the records through that through that district, but I don't think they're quite out of it yet. And I think they're fighting for their lives. I think uh, it being at Pella, that gives them an edge despite their two and four records. So I'm going to pick the Dutch in this one. Well, you made a pretty good argument there. I'm going with you. I was going to pick Oski until I listened to what you said. And I think, I just think if this game was in Oskaloosa, I'd be picking Oskaloosa. But uh, I'm going to pick I'd Pella. I'd feel better about it. Because I think Pella's, you're right, I think they're 2-0 uh, and o in the conference, you know, and uh, or 2-1 and one in the conference. And this, this is another conference win. And if they beat Newton, I've seen a lot out of Newton in that yeah. game against Oskaloosa. But Oski did, you know, Oski's offense still hasn't had the game where they were down. So, uh, except for the one in in Clear Creek of Mana, they haven't really, they've already lost the game on the, I don't know, Pella. Let's get to Fort Madison uh, at, uh, is it Iowa City Liberty? Yes. Okay. I know Fort Madison 6-0. Tell me about Iowa City Liberty. Uh, North Liberty's uh, got a transitional year going, and there's a lot of a lot of things that are deceiving about their record. They just finally got their first victory last week against Mount Pleasant, and they they blew them off the field. Um, North Liberty's got a new coach this year, James Harris. I know him personally. He coached Washington Demons for a few years and led them to some great success, especially last year. And he's a he's a raw raw guy, an high energy guy. I have no doubts that he's going to be successful up there. Hard start to his uh, coaching career at Liberty because they've played probably the most brutal schedule of anybody around here, maybe in the state. I mean, they haven't had one week that wasn't uh, somebody extremely difficult to line up against, and and they've shown improvement every week. And the one that really um, raised my eyebrows was when they played North Scott, who's ranked number one in 4A, and they got beat, but it was 21 to nothing. And that's that's not a score I expected to uh, to see out of that game. You know, when you're talking the number one team versus a winless team. So I think they're a lot stronger team than, than they show, and this is going to be an extremely difficult game for Fort Madison to win. Um, but, you know, Fort Madison has – Breeze through the schedule so far. They've got some really great athletes on offense. Um, they've pieced together a pretty darn good defense. I think they've got a good chance to win this game. And the fact that they've got so much um, at stake, you know, going forward as we're getting closer and closer to that that postseason, I'm going to go ahead and pick Fort Madison. I hope they can pull this one off. Uh, Fort Madison is ranked number 15 in uh, the max prep. What what do you got them at? Got them at number eight this week in the radio Iowa poll. I did see a couple other polls today. Uh, I believe Des Moines Register had them ranked as high as fifth now. So yeah. you know they're well thought of and they've earned it. Well, I'm going with Fort Madison until they show me they can lose. I haven't seen them lose yet, and they seem to have been able to take on all comers. 
and uh, win tough games on the road. I don't think that's where I'm at. Uh, Mount Pleasant at Burlington. Well, um, I'm going to go with Burlington. We'll make this short and sweet. I look for uh, Bryant Williams to probably only have to put in a half of work, and he'll probably go for over 200 yards rushing. In Running a, in a half a game. Now, Burlington's uh, – I got him. Newsprax has him at number 23. What are you hearing? They uh, got knocked out of the rankings um, due to losing, you know, to North Scott last week, which we expected. Well, Burlington's um, they have been ranked too. by a 10. Now, here's the, here's the game. You know, this might be the game of the week. Pella Christian at Cardinal. Now, Newsmack has Pella Christian at 13 and uh, Cardinal at 18. They're both 5-1. and one. The game's at Cardinal. Uh, talk to me. Well, the radio Iowa poll uh, that came out yesterday has got Pella Christian ranked number seven in 1A. Uh, Cardinal got knocked out due to the loss against Sigourney last week, so they're not ranked in the top ten. But this game's at Cardinal, and we've been talking about them all season. They're on the rise. They're, uh, I think, in a spot where this season they're ready to take a, another step towards uh, building an extremely good program that will last for some years there. This is one of those games that they're going to want to start winning these these kind of games. They didn't get that win against Sigourney last week. But Sigourney, you know, that that team's on another level. Pella Christian, they're great every year. This being at Cardinal, um, I think I'm going to give them the edge on this one. I think Cardinal is ready to take another step in their, their journey, and uh, I think they'll get it this week. I'm going to go with Cardinal, too, but it's the one I feel the worst about. Uh, Same here. <laughs> here. Here we got uh, Sigourney at Central Decatur. Probably don't need to discuss that much. Uh, Running clock, Sigourney yeah. Kyoto. Yeah, Sigourney's got that. New London, two and three at Lone Tree, two and three. How about this game? This could be a good matchup. Well, it could be. I'd like to think that maybe New London's uh, going to have – things back together this week. And I don't know if they've been dealing with some injuries, um, you know, with that shocking score they had uh, last week against Iowa Valley. Uh, but the one thing I will say after seeing, I've seen Iowa Valley in person, I've seen Lone Tree in person. And I feel like they're kind of similar teams, only Lone Tree does it a little better. And that doesn't bode well for New London based on what they did a week ago against Iowa Valley. So, I'm going to go with Lone Tree. I'm not ready to believe that New London's uh, going to get out of the funk that they're in this week. I could be wrong, um, but I'm going to I'm going to go with Lone Tree. I just don't have a good feeling about the Tigers right now. I'm I'm, I'm on board with the Lone Tree uh, season. I, I hear nothing but good things from the guys on KCII. Oh, uh, we're going to have one of them uh, actually play beat the round guy uh cole's gonna play beat the round guy thursday so guys can look forward to that uh so mediapolis i got them at number 16 they're four and two they're gonna play durant what do you know about that i don't know anything about durant did you happen to see um their record to date you know i didn't even i I didn't well uh, so i'm gonna have to pick blind here uh, Mediapolis is, is a really good team. They um, 
have that one kind of bad loss to Iowa City, Regina, but you know, Iowa City, Regina is doing that to everybody, so I'm not going to put a lot of stock in that one. And Minneapolis is fighting for their playoff lives, and I think they've got a real good shot to to get to the postseason. And they've got some great players on offense. They've got a, a running back, Anthony Isley. I don't have his numbers in front of me, but he's he's putting up some some great numbers rushing wise for them. And um, I think they'll win this game. I think they're going to continue to push towards a, a playoff berth. Okay, I'm going to go with Minneapolis too. Now, Waco, six and zero. Playing Winfield, you know, these are two teams you know well. And I'd like to uh, tell the the people in uh, uh, Wayland that you guys, we're the number one podcast in Wayland. Uh, you guys have supported us from the beginning. And uh, I mean, we, I mean, I can't believe how many people listen to this show from uh, from Wayland. So we appreciate you. Tell us about this game. Well, I've gotten to know Waco pretty well the past three weeks. They are up to number five in the Radio Iowa poll. I think they're a little lower in the other uh, the newspaper polls I saw. But yeah, I, I like got them at number, number nine on the on the max prep. But you got them at what number five? Number five, an eight man. And uh, Winfield's not ranked, but we we all know they're having a great year. They had that one real lopsided loss to New London back when New London really uh, was playing like we're used to seeing New London play. Uh, Max Prep um, has uh, Winfield at number 27. Okay. Which is pretty um, respectable, you know. No, it, that's not bad. It, it's hard for me to it's hard for me to go that deep myself and think, you know, if that's is that fair or not. But I, I think they have the potential to be closer to the top 10 and 8 man than that. And they've been showing it outside of that one bad loss to New London. And this is a huge game. This is a big rivalry game that this goes back decades. Waco and Winfield, man, this is a, this is the big one, and it's at the you know the last game of the year for Waco um, since they played that early season game to make up for the Tri County one that they would have been playing next week. But they're they're on the road, so Winfield got the home field thing going. Yep. However, and they've got and they've got the the area stud. You know, they've got Cam Buffington. He he. Yeah. Man, man, he's a, he's potent on offense. He's a beast on defense. Coming off the bye but week, Waco, Waco's got a whole team full of beasts on defense, and they make it almost impossible for teams to score. Uh, they make them work so hard that it, it feels like a, a huge moral victory when you watch somebody actually score on their starters, and it doesn't happen very often. So I'm going with Waco. I think they've got all the horses they need to score the points that will win this game on offense and I don't think that Winfield's defense or Winfield's uh, offense is potent enough to overcome that Waco defense. I don't think it's going to be lopsided. Uh, I think it's going to be a grind out rivalry game. It's going to be hard fought, hard hitting. Uh, but I'd take Waco by a couple of touchdowns at least probably. How many how many points do you think uh your Cam Buffington can put on the board against Waco? Well, since he throws and runs and Returns, kicks, and punts, I believe. Also, um, you know, he's got the potential to score from anywhere. But like I said, with uh, Waco's defense being as stingy as it is, I'd give him a best shot at, at maybe getting a return of some sort um, for score during the game. Um, but I, I do believe that Winfield will, will play well and they'll play hard. And uh, his will to win is 
infectious. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't score a couple of touchdowns one way or another. I think he can get to 21. But I could see that. That's where I got him at. Okay. Uh, now, this next one is uh, I got Centerville, number 30, at uh, in uh, playing in Wellman at uh, Mid Prairie. And I want to shout out to Wellman because you guys are the second most uh, city listening to round guy the podcast and uh, we really appreciate you and i i love uh wellman it's such a great town i've had so much fun there and you guys got a great season and i promise you we're going to keep giving you the best coverage we can give you of uh of mid prairie so tell us about this game i got uh mid prairie ranked number 20 they're three and three centerville's three and three this one's uh interesting centerville started out the year state ranked and um I don't remember at what point they lost, but once they lost their first game, they kind of went into a skid. And I, I think they aren't as strong as maybe folks were thinking early on. Mid Prairie, to me, kind of the opposite. Uh, I believe they had a bad loss to Sigourney Kyoto early in the season. They have the forfeit against uh, Iowa City Regina. And then they, they bounced back against Williamsburg in a huge game and just about won that one. They had it in their hands, and that impressed me a lot. So I got a ton of respect for Williamsburg. So mid Prairie's on that level to me. Um, I honestly don't think Centerville has a chance in this game. I think mid is rolling. If they've got everybody healthy, I think they're going to be uh, pushing hard to, to get a spot in the playoffs, and they need this game, and I think they'll get it. Well, mid Prairie's my team, man. I mean, I'm on board. I'm riding the, I'm riding the train with them. So – Here's the last one of the picks, and I got a few other games we'll just talk over real quick. Uh, Williamsburg at Davis County. Williamsburg's number 10, what I have, and Davis County's number 28. Williamsburg's 3-3, three and three, and uh, Davis County's 4-2. Uh, and two. Well, to give you an idea, we, we know Davis County's good. So we know Williamsburg is good. Um, this is an interesting matchup as well. And, uh, you know, the – Williamsburg has so much respect throughout the state that I saw in one, I don't remember which poll it was. It might've been the uh, Cedar Rapids Gazette newspaper, but they're at three and three ranked number 10 in their class. That that's insane. I mean, that just goes to show how much uh, respect they've got for the type of schedule they play. And the fact that those three losses came against top five teams um, earlier in the season. And here they are in the district doing what they normally do, winning games and probably going to, uh, be the district champs, although Mid Prairie just about uh, ruined that for them a week ago. <laughs> uh, Davis County, and they're good too. So this one's almost a coin flip for me. I think I'm going to go with Williamsburg. I just I like what they've done with their body of work and the, the level of competition they've played. I think that gives them an edge here. If you if you guys are listening, if you want to do see that you want to see that game, the Atumwa Radio Group covers uh, Davis County on Facebook Live. Them and the Tumble Bulldogs. All right, so who you got in the Davis County, Williamsburg? I'm going to go with the Williamsburg Raiders in this one, just because I think it's the smart pick. I don't know if I'm going to be right, though. I'm going dis- to disagree with you here, and I'm going to go with Davis County. They're at home. Like I'm, I'm kind of on a home streak this week. I, uh... Anyway, uh, okay, so Atumble Linmar. Real quick. Uh, that one I would throw Linmar easy win there. Okay. Bell Plains playing Pekin. I mean, 
Oh, man, I just I don't see Pekin beating anybody this year. I'm gonna have to pick Bell Plain. Now here is the actual good game. Uh, I wanted to mention Pleasantville at Van Buren. Van Buren's two and four, and I think at least one or two of those were uh, forfeits from COVID or something. So they're either you know two yep. and three in games they played or two and two in games they played. What do you think here? Kind of a toss up there. I don't know much about either team. Um, you're right about Van Buren having to forfeit a game or two. Um, Pleasantville, I feel like they've they played a tough schedule. They've been through, I think, the tougher teams in their in their district, and they, boy, they took it on the chin when they played those games. Um, yeah. you know, I'm going to be a homer and pick Van Buren. Why yeah. not? All right. Yeah. yeah, these last ones, we, well, I'm not counting those, but yeah, I'm with you on the. I'm I'm rooting for Van Buren in that one. Uh, but anyway, uh, anything you want to say before we wrap it up? We got uh, six minutes left. Before we have to well, shut speaking it down. Of, uh, speaking of uh, streaming high school football, Waco um, does theirs on YouTube, and they've got a really nice uh, coverage of, of the games. I I've watched some some tape of what I the game I went to last week, and and I was expecting it to be just kind of a uh, you know the typical high school thing where somebody's got a camera, they're kind of far away, you can kind of see what's going on. And and there's no sound or anything, but that's not what they've got. They've got a pretty decent camera work, and they've got a couple of commentators. Sounds like a couple of young guys. I don't know who they are, but they they sound like they enjoy what they're doing. They call the game pretty darn good. I mean, it's a it was it was fun to watch. So anybody that can't get to that that Waco Winfield game that's into it, get on YouTube, get on the Waco uh, streaming channel, and watch the Warriors and the Wolves go at it Friday night. Does it go out live, or is it just after the game? Goes out live. Well, well, they've, they've, got some, they've got some good sponsorship locally, and they'll mention those those um, businesses that sponsor them, including the Waco Boosters, and uh, they put together a nice little uh, live stream for the football games. Well, I'll. Uh, that sounds great. Uh, any anything else before we shut her down? Um, I don't think so. I'm just looking forward to getting to that game Friday night. It should be pretty pretty special. Thing to watch and uh you know it's it's gonna go a long way to showing us who's getting to play those extra games after this regular season concludes boy the rubber meets the road this week so i want to tell our listeners there's a message thing on there that you can get you can send us a message you know we will uh uh listen to you man this is the fastest growing uh program we've got on round guy the podcast got a lot of great programming on here and we just keep adding all the time. Uh, but uh, I want to shout out again, Wellman. Thank you guys so much for jumping on. And uh, Wayland, you've been there. I mean, we just keep growing and growing there. Uh, I think we're around 144 people just in Southeast Iowa now. So uh, I appreciate you guys. Thanks for listening. It means the world to me and Scott. And uh, we'll come back. I'll, I'll have a, a – Cole from KCII playing this Thursday. So uh, good, good. Thanks for listening. I'll give as much coverage as we can. We're out. Welcome to Smithburg Auto presents Round Guys High School football coverage uh, as we play Beat the Round Guy. All right, Steve. Uh, okay. What are the standings? I was in the lead there early on, but well, I you, I suspect you missed a that, couple. That weeks. I have fallen off a bit. Well, uh, I, I kind of have you as 2-0. and oh. uh, And then uh, um, Scotty Melvin is 2-0-1. Oh, and, 
and I'm uh, one or oh oh and one. I tied once, so uh, we'll uh, we'll take it from here. I just got done talking to Cole Cook, uh, who does a show called Football Friday from six to seven on KCII, where they do what we're doing, and boy, they give you really good coverage. Uh, uh, Scotty Melvin, he uh, called in Tuesday and gave us his picks and opinions. Uh, so we're going to go over 10 games, Steve. Okay, 10 games. First, I'm ready, baby. The first one is Keokuk, 1-5 at Washington, 1-5. Uh, both teams, uh, Washington's had a really tough schedule. Uh, they put, they took Fort Madison down to the last minute or they'd be two and five. They've really had five very, very tough games. Uh, they got some light at the end of the tunnel here with some of these games. Uh, Cole took Washington, Melvin or Scotty Melvin took Washington and I took Washington. Who is it? Who is it they're playing? Keokuk. Uh, and they are one and five. Yeah, having a tough time of it. Uh, but I am not going to go with Washington because you all, you guys did. Okay. So let me take Keokuk in the upset. All right. All right. And, you know, let me also add, uh, Dave, important that you and everybody listening knows this, uh, and that is I have absolutely no idea what I'm talking about. Okay. Uh, high school football for me is – is uh, way down on the radar, and I just uh, I'm kind of going on one loss record and uh, you know, home field advantage, that type of thing. So make sure you give me the record and where they're playing, okay? That'll help me with my decision here. Alright, Fairfield is 5-1 and one, and they're playing Sullen, who's 6-0 and oh. And uh, I believe they're fourth in the state in their rankings. Uh, Sullen is very good. Fairfield, I'm just going to tell you, Fairfield's 5-0, and but if you take the records of all the teams that they beat, they have a combined two wins. Uh, so they just had a really easy schedule. Um, all three of us have picked Sullen, and I think all three of us think it'll be a running clock. Aha. Uh-huh. And where the where's the game at? It's at Solon. Yeah, I I gotta go with them too. Yeah, they're really good. Okay, now here's the big here's a big game for you. Okay, uh, News Max or Max Prep has Oskaloosa rated at number twenty seven in the country. They're four and two. They've had a couple tough losses back to back. They're playing at Pella. Pella is two and four, but this. To preface this, Oskaloosa's lost the last two games. Pella's won the last two games. Pella's played some uh, top four teams, too, out of that four losses. So, uh, Okay, it's, it's Dave, out. let's review. Where do I live, Dave? Oskaloosa. Okay. Uh, yeah, guess who I'm picking? Oskaloosa. Now, Cole, uh, Cole Cook picked Oskaloosa, too. He says they have the off- offense to get that done. Scotty Miller. Well, I'm. I'm with him, and I, I'm certainly not going to go against the team uh, from the city with which I live. So uh, put me down for Oskaloosa. All right, you're, you're down for Oskaloosa. Okay. Yeah. Fort Madison, who is 6-0. Uh, and 0. Newsmac has a number 14, but they're uh, number 7, I believe, on the Des Moines Register. Uh, they're playing with a team called Iowa City Liberty, which is a combination of Iowa City and North Liberty. 
They're one in five. Uh, they played some really, really good teams. They, they, they got beat by the number one team in the state, twenty-one to nothing, which that's almost like winning, you know. Uh, sure. So, uh, what's your thoughts on that one? Well, I, uh, my best friend is the uh, mayor of North Liberty. Oh. So let's go with, uh, and they've consolidated with who? Uh, Iowa City. It's, it's Iowa City Liberty is the name of the school. Yeah, let's go with that team. Oh, you are really picking some. Uh, okay. I'm all over the place, Dave. Dude. And like I said, that's the beauty of this. Okay. Uh, they're all just guesses. So uh, Mount Pleasant, who's really struggling. They're one in five. They got beat uh, by Iowa City North Liberty last week, like 50 to nothing. Uh they're playing Burlington. Burlington's number uh, 23 in the state. They have one of the best running backs in the state of Iowa. He's big and he's bruising and he's averaging almost 300 yards a game. He got 250 yards last week and only played a half. So uh, that's I, – I, I picked him. Scott picked him. And so did, uh, so did uh, Cook there from KCII. Well, I got to go with you guys. Reluctant yeah. to do so, but I, 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 the smart money's got to go with you guys. Okay. Now, here's a tough one. Uh, these teams, I think it's number 13, Pella Christian, at number 15, uh, Cardinal. Cardinals at home. Both, no, I guess number uh, – Cardinals 18, Pella Christian's 13. Uh, they're both 5-1. and one. The game's at Cardinal. Pella has a great defense. Cardinal has a great offense. Uh, not such a great defense, but they have a great offense. So, uh, what do you, what's your guess here? Uh, Pella. I'll take Pella. Okay. Well, that's what Scott and, uh, and, uh, and Cook did. So that's okay. where, that's where you're on the, you're probably on the winning side. I'm the only one on the other side of that fence. I'm in good company there then. Okay. Well, uh. Sigourney Kyoto, 6-0, number four in the state. They're going to Decatur, Central Decatur. They're like one and five. I mean, this ain't much of a pick here. And I know you got some fondness for Sigourney. And, and a, a little store there we've come to know and love as Market at the Square. Yeah, I remember. So uh, let's go with Sigourney. You got the Sigourney on that one. Okay, uh, New London at Lone Tree. New London's two and three. Lone Tree's two and three. Scott picked New London. Uh, Cole picked uh, New London. No, yes, Scott picked Lone Tree. Cole picked New London. I picked Lone Tree. Uh, Cole says, and I'm going to pick uh, Lone Tree just to balance that out. What do you think of that? All right, well, Lone Tree's as uh, my pick. Uh, all right, now here we got uh, Minneapolis, number sixteen in the in the state. They're four and two. They're playing Durant, who's one and five. Uh, let's see. Give me give me those uh, teams again. It's Minneapolis. They're on the road at Durant. Minneapolis is four and two. They're number sixteen in the state. They're playing unranked Durant, who is one and five. Yeah, the first team. Minneapolis, all right. Minneapolis. So now uh, 
Number five in the state, Waco, 6-0, eight-man. They're playing number 27 in the state, Winfield Mount Union, who's 4-1. Waco, 6-0. Winfield Mount Union does have uh, Cam Buffington, who's uh, been a – he's a – he's signed a letter of intent with the Hawkeyes. Got 32 touchdowns. Uh, Their defense isn't really strong, but uh, what's your thoughts on that one? Give me Winfield Mount Union. Oh, holy cow. Brown guy, he's uh, – okay, now, here is uh, number 30, Centerville, 3-3. Three and three. They're going to number 20, Mid-Prairie, which is in Wellman, Iowa. And I wanted to tell you that we have exploded in Wellman. we got a whole bunch of people listening all of a sudden in Wellman. So, uh, Mid-Prairie's 3-3. Three and three. They're rated 20th in the state. Uh, I'll tell you, all three of us have picked uh, – Mid Prairie in this, we also feel like there's a good chance of a running clock here. Uh, so, what? Who do you got? Uh, Mid Prairie. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mid Prairie. There you go. Mid Prairie's looking good. There, everybody's on board. All right. So here's the last one: Williamsburg, which is three and three. Uh, they won against Mid Prairie last week at Williamsburg, twenty-four to twenty-one. It was a really close game. Williamsburg's rated number ten in the state. They're playing at Davis County. Davis County is number twenty-eight in the state. They're four and two. They're the home team. I got Davis County. Everybody else has got Williamsburg. I'm with you. Let's go, Davis County. Davis County. All right. So round guy and me. There we go. Now we got some balance. Well, yeah. this. This has been uh, Round Guy, the podcast, sponsored by Smithburg Auto with two new locations. If you need uh, your vehicle serviced or you're looking for a new car, talk to Dave Smithburg. He'll do you right. Anything to close out, Steve? No. Good luck to all the teams. And uh, sorry the Yankees dropped the ball. (laughs) All right. Thanks a lot, guys.